Jim, can you hear me? Yeah. But you're Hi. like miles away again. All right, hold on. What about now? Do I still sound miles away? That's fair. Because I have an NVIDIA graphics card, there's a there's a thing that they have now called um, RTX Voice. And what it does is it utilizes your graphics card's GPU to eliminate any and all background noise. And apparently, it classifies me as being background noise. I'm right here next to the mic. I'm not moving. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Now I turn it on. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. You can tell the difference? Yeah. The second one sounds like a miles away. Yeah. Testing, testing, testing. Do I still sound like I'm a mile away? Yes, you sound like you're half a mile away. You're in a well. You need last year to come and save you. <laughs> Welcome to Two Tigers and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we are not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keep Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 information, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email, 2titansandahunter at hotmail.com, or on Twitter at 2titans underscore hunter. Now on with the show. Hi Diddly Ho podcast people. This is the robot hunter that does have time to explain why he does not have time to explain. Robot Rispon, joined by the two titans whose sweet business is just too sweet and Iron Banner. British Dad, Nitediman and the Facilitator, Pearlie. Thank you, Robot Respawn, for that lovely intro. He always calls him Pearlie. Am I now the Facilitator? Is that my new title, officially? You're the Facilitator. (laughs) I've had to go with British Dad. I hate it. And you probably love the Facilitator. Yeah. Why do you hate British Dad? We didn't even crown you with that name. Somebody else did, man. I'm sure it was you too. I mean, it, it's uh, accurate. We, we would never call you British Dad, especially when you're not here to defend yourself on that one podcast where you weren't here to defend yourself. Does not sound at all like something we would do. Dot, Did you dot, do it on the week that I wasn't here then? No. Mm. Absolutely not. You would you would never do such a thing. Don't know what you're talking about. So I I've been playing Iron Banner most of the week, you know, just on and off. <laughs> Doing me, me bounties and things and having a bit of fun. Respawn even joined in with a bit of fun. Uh, even though he, I don't think he was having that much fun. It wasn't and, too uh, bad. There, there was this quest that suddenly popped up when we logged on. Didn't pay any mind, you know, just kind of got on with my day, playing Iron Banner on and off. And then log in, I think it must have been this morning. And um, it sounds like the, the event or the the quest is they've got a little bit of a fire lit under their bums haven't they they're now doing extra increased seraph throwing oh, for the seraph power yeah t- yeah t- uh, five times the progress that thing. five times and, and ten times on weekends <laughs> so i'm guessing that we weren't going to get there not that i'm like one of these players that is just oh we weren't all the time no no yeah, no, no, no 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 M-tash no it was and, like um, 100 like 180 days or something yeah they did the math. If if we were if we kept going at the percentages that we were going at, um, we were not going to make that timetable. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 188 days to get there, and we're I don't remember how many days are left, but uh, not that many. I think at the time it was 27. 
so Perry, yeah. did you want to tell us what this community quest is? The one that I have worked very hard this week to completely ignore and not work for at all. <laughs> so but we're going to get the, you know, it's for the Phil Winters Live shotgun, which was a very good shotgun in D1 that is, of course, making its return gloriously to D2. I guess it makes sense that it happens the week that Iron Banner's up, though has nothing to do with Iron Banner because reasons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the first part of this quest is uh, throwing lots and lots of balls at lots and lots of Seraph Towers and completing the Seraph Towers, which, as we just discussed, was not going to happen because part of the community, a large part of the community, I think is just exhausted with the grind of we just finished a grind fest and now here's a new grind fest. And at the rate things were going, we it was going to take us about four seasons to get through the first season <laughs> for the quest. And that was only, keep, keep in mind, that was only the first part of the quest. But but we were going to get it before Destiny 3 comes out. That much is for sure. Right. <laughs> and that's, actually what, that's actually what unlocks Destiny 3. Once, once you do that, <laughs> you get the completions, then Destiny 3 is available to you. Yeah, yeah see, so, Destiny... So, so Bungie very quickly said, you know, we're going we're gonna to give you a 5x multiplier all the time and then a 10x multiplier for completions on weekends and clarify that it's each Guardian completion. It's not like if you as a group complete an event, that counts for one. If you're in a fire team of three and you each complete the event, you know that gives That's you 15. three completions. And then they also did say, um, I think they also nerfed, you know, they nerfed the the champion, so they take a little less damage. And I think something with like that, like made the completions count more because I saw people saying like where it would take you like six six towers before now you can do it in five or something like that. So I think they nerfed oh, okay. either nerfed or people are using the the boop cannon to to do it. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't done any Seraph Towers at all, but no, I mean, I have when, when that happen, because I was watching it's an something, banner week. I was watching something. Uh, it was uh, asked across, I believe that said that um, Bungie had just actually made the Seraph events more difficult, which is why he was especially <laughs> about this whole grind fest. Right. And now you're saying that they went back and made it easier. I understand that they gave it like times five uh, completion or whatever. Right. But I understood that they're actually more difficult to do. So did Bungie like patch that on the fly too to make it easier? That's I mean that's what I saw, and I'm trying to look for for where I saw it now. I was trying to look. Someone say you know it, it basically you know someone was saying well, you know, we kept failing at like 92 percent, and now we're able to go through that because it's it's like one less rotation around or something to get through these. Oh. And you know like I, said, I don't have any you know hard data on that or anything, but. Just what I think. I basically played Destiny via Twitter this week and watched people's complaints <laughs> and discussions and and sort of got a general general feeling of what was going on via that. And I'm going, yeah, I don't, I don't need to get on and throw balls at towers. I wasn't doing it before now, and why would I do it now? Yeah, I mean, my thought was it's an Iron Banner week. I, I don't want to go and do that this week. I'll I'll prioritize that next week. I'll join in with the fun if there is any fun next week in, in doing this, because I want to do my own banner. I want to get my, my bounties done, get the high powered gear and just enjoy the game mode that I like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Bungie did say on May 13th. So yeah, three days ago, uh, you know, we made some adjustments. Champions have reduced power level and event progression wow. has been slightly tuned. Gotcha. So quote, slightly tuned is what they're referring to as well as the, you know, the five X multiplier and then 10 X multiplier on the weekends. Although I'd like to, I'd like to bring, Bring something briefly up that Paul Tassie noted. You know, did did you get the? I'm sure you're all signed up for the Bungie rewards, and you got the big Bungie email. Season of the Worthy Rasputin full power, and he says, "Well, if Rasputin's at full power, 
why does he need you know nine million more satellites from this? <laughs> he he wants to watch us in action. He does. He's lonely. So do we know what the? I'm sure it's been data mined and reported on what the rest of the quest is that I haven't looked at because again it was a seeming insurmountable uphill climb until Bungie said, uh, "No, never mind. We're gonna we're gonna make this you know." more surmountable kind of like climbing the uh fell winter's peak in d1 yeah there was there was something leaked about fell winter's peak wasn't there but i can't remember exactly what it was yeah yeah so it looks like we're gonna have a bunch of shotgun kills after this and yeah it doesn't seem like a super long quest after this part thankfully but yeah and yeah but and, and as a result i think i saw a bontis post like the quote latest progression, I think EDZ is done. The moon was at 33% and IO is at like 8%. So, you know, the event should be over fairly quickly, probably five to 10 times quicker than it would have been, would have been before. So, so if you are, over. is it the almighty title? So if you're looking to get that and complete that, maybe now's the best time to jump in and do Seraph events to get your, is it, I'm, I'm sure there's a kind of, it's a flawless triumph, isn't it? Where you don't get any enemies take over a tower. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that's the one that a lot of people have been hunting, and some people have said, "Hey, it's really easy now," and some people have said, "I can't find other people to do it anymore." No, I I could. That's find... what I've been hearing the second yeah, time. I couldn't find anybody at yeah. the beginning of the week anyway. Yeah, so I'd say I'd say at least ignore the EDZ and either at least focus on the Moon or IO because if EDZ is done, Moon or IO, I assume is where people will at least be. But yeah, it's it seems like a weird matchmaking thing where just you show up and you're going, there have to be people here, and they're. You know, it's not like there's nobody in the instance, but it's like there's just no one around. Half yeah. the time, I'll start one up, and that seems to be... I, I don't know if it waits like, towards an active event, but it seems like if I start one up, midway through, I'll have five or six people there. So even though we may fail that one, hopefully you know, the next one we can start as a group, we'll have some success with. Mm. That's what I've been doing, because yeah, I, I just every time I was doing anywhere, even when I was looking, there just wasn't anyone active at all. So if you haven't heard about the lie which is the new quest from Anna Bray, go over to Mars and speak to Anna Bray. And they remind you of this in the pop-up window for next week in Destiny. So have you heard about the lie? So, yeah. Cake is a lie. Cake is a lie. Cake has always been a lie. The Drifter, he's around again, just for you, Blue. All right, all extra right, infamy all right. Gambit all week long. Join and Clash and Lockdown come to the Crucible. So hold the zones. Which makes no sense because Clash is Clash, and I'm guessing Lockdown is hold the zones. And no flashpoint. <laughs> they, they've done it deliberately again. They knew, <laughs> they knew, they damn on you that I was picking Nessus. So they spoiled it for you. They, they spoiled it for me for one week, and now they've gone, haha, now guess. So I'm going to go with EDZ. Uh, I thought we were all going to say Titan because we're convinced that Titan's going to get you know taken out of the game and destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, it has to have yeah, some sense. glory while it can. No, I think that's just respawn wishful thinking. I think he's wishing that Titans get taken out of the game, not Titan. No, potato, whatever. I've seen <laughs> some, some other people, you know, since our since our talk last week, I've seen people theorizing, you know, what they think, and I saw. I, I wish I wish I could find that thread now. Someone's saying, you know, it, we're, we're fairly certain it's Titan because of this. Although it does, it does have, you know, there was part of the story, I guess, where, where we're supposed to rendezvous with Zavala and on Titan, but yeah, we could just move that. Zavala can go anywhere. It's, it's fine. Just, you know, whatever they take out, there will be something that, you know, happened there in the storyline, but 
like we discussed last week, you know, that's why you still hear his Cade's voice. You still hear the echoes from the past and the recordings. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, hand wavy story things they can do no matter what they take out to make it all work. Yeah. Wait, hand wavy sorty thingies? Hand wavy story things. Oh, Ooh, hand okay. look at the story. That makes way more sense. <laughs> uh, I'm so alone. So this week at Bungie for the 14th of May. This this year has gone so quickly. I know that we're in the middle of a global pandemic, but even just doing these podcasts have just they've just gone so fast. Each week comes up quicker and quicker. And it's just amazing that we we're now in May. So it's not February 249th? Mm. It's not no. what? I feel like the 249th day of February. I don't know. Just time has both stopped and, and massively accelerated. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, you do have to give a shout out to all the hunters that didn't bother to show up for the Guardian Games. <laughs> thank them for the win. For our massive uh, statue that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that statue. Oh, that's, that's an embarrassment, surely. That's an embarrassment. That little tiny... I thought they were going to have a giant Titan statue, a gold one, just sitting in the tower. Yeah, I, I... Like, yeah like, like you know where the, the things were. And I, I saw, like, the first day again, I played via Reddit and, and Twitter, and the number of screenshots I saw people being like, so... uh Found the statue. <laughs> it was behind this other person. Yeah, but that's right. If somebody's standing there, you don't see it. It's like, where's the statue? Did we do something? Was it even no. worth it? No. It definitely wasn't. You know, honestly speaking, if it was this gaudy giant statue that you were just discussing, I I think... No. No, that's not the right word. I know I would have uninstalled Destiny until that went away. Just that constant reminder of, of, of Bungie's love for Titans and hatred for everyone else. So we've reached the final Iron Banner of the season, and that's going live this week. And if you haven't discovered the quest for the lie, that's also this week. And if you haven't finished your bow quest for Point of the Stag, that's also this week. I got mine. Finally. I know you did. <laughs> you did, and, and, and so will the people. Yeah. So Bungie said they've seen feedback that the tower events are too difficult and that it's hard to wrangle up enough people to join the cause. So they've made some changes server-side to lower the difficulty of the event and help alleviate frustration and increase your success rate. So like we said, should help with your almighty title, should help with progression towards the lie um, quest, which would be good. Apparently they made an error when calculating how many completions were required. So yesterday they introduced a bonus multiplier to help the community's progress and get you all on your way to your next step. You can read what the more details on what those changes were here, even though we went over those changes about two minutes ago. Because I read from here. <laughs> I was thinking that maybe if they'd have started this at the beginning of the season and if you'd have gone down in the Rasputin bunkers, you'd have seen kind of these numbers ticking away on the different planets and only slight, slight... Uh, alterations on how many times it's been completed so that it was not like a puzzle that we had like last season but something that maybe over time it would be 
more revealed that what we're doing with the public events is then counting towards something that's ticking away in the bunkers that would then reveal something say this week so that people would then go oh if we go and do more of these we'll unlock something else that would then un unlock with anna i think if they'd have done it that way and it was something that we were doing throughout the season but slowly i think that would have been a bit more of a build up for the fact that people did do this at the beginning of the season and now we're kind of having to come back to it if they wanted that many completions done let's say right yeah it's like this has been the whole seasonal activity why for the first two-thirds of the season not have any of those count you know yeah. you could have put that number in and just say hey starting to be in the season here's your seasonal goal and you know you know even not even say it's part of a quest line but just hey when this pops up or hey there's there's you know an indicator in the tower oh when that indicator fills up it, you know then we get the next part of the quest and you know not even tell us what that would what, what that was i think even if it being the felwinner's lie and not being related to that story would at least been a, a story tie-in or an interesting way. Hey, Rasputin found a, a relic from times of old that he thought might help you. I don't know how a yeah. shot going to help us kill the giant spaceship headed for us, but at least, you know, you know, at least there's something there. At least there's some reason to do it. Not just, yeah, it's, it's the elements are there, but like the story and the presentation need a little bit of work and yeah. Grandy event. Being after very grandy generous event. with, with need a little bit of work. Well, I mean, <laughs> Hey, hey, they put some fancy words in the TWAP this week, so someone's got this thesaurus out. So, you know, they, they found that English major that they were throwing shoes at before saying, no, 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 don't do that. We don't have stories here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I think if it was something like we see with the pyramid ships coming on Rasputin's map when we go down the bunkers now, that it could have been a gradual thing on like another monitor over the other side that the community could have taken some time to try and figure out what this all meant. You know, and if if they say like they went away and did a, a completion on the EDZ and it, it pushed another cube across to uh, on the EDZ part of that monitor, you could kind of slowly work out roughly what, you know, we're doing. And then you'd have like a Bontis doing working out how many completions it would take to do this, to get that up to that point to then unlock something else. That would have been a, maybe a little bit more fun for the community to try and work out. Yeah, yeah. Do we have yeah. to have these these types of community events, though? Right. I mean, I mean the story needs something because honestly, you can play this game and not even know about the story or care about it because there's no real, there's no real relation to it. Like, yeah. Yes, there's a story happening, but nothing you're doing day to day feels like it has anything to do with it. Like I've seen so many, like a uh, you know man at arms understanding of lore post he puts up on Twitter. It's like my understanding of lore. There, you know, it was like, there's a giant spaceship headed towards us. Let's have an Olympic event for three weeks. Uh, what? <laughs> Let's go play track and field while this giant ship hurdles towards us in space. Um, okay. <laughs> I didn't think of it like that. That's... Let's go play track and field while this giant death machine comes <laughs> So again, if you're going to tell me, yes, Destiny has a story. There's some good characters, but you can't tell me that there's like a real... You can't tell me you're playing this game for the story. The lore, sure, but not the story. <laughs> no, you might be. No, you're uh, playing it to hoard things. Oh, I am, yes. <laughs> I need all the things. Respawn, you sound like you're like miles away again. Stop trying to use your fancy NVIDIA nonsense. 
spoke of this time. No, you you had mentioned that there was a, a beta noise suppression, which is right next to the hang-up button, right? right? I just glanced over there and I saw it, and I was like, well, maybe this one will work. And I clicked it, and apparently it did the same. <laughs> so it's not the software. There is something going on with my mic or my Discord. I got to uninstall all of the things and try to reinstall, man. Or, or you're just background noise. The, the computers have just decided that you are the background noise. Rasputin <laughs> is going to rise up and just delete you as a person. It's You are you are the, the glitch in the system. Well, nice yeah, yeah. He's replacing the one. <laughs> <laughs> So we got some interesting information in the TWAB this week, didn't we, guys, regarding what's happening next season and going forward with weapons, power levels. It's quite exciting stuff. Uh, I didn't get the excited feeling. I understand why they're doing it. Completely understand why they're doing it, right? They got to change the meta somehow, some way, without making stronger guns. Totally get it. But... That also means they're going to take away my favorite guns that I like to use. You'll be fine. Like You'll it. be fine. They're, we're going to set you up a therapy session. You're going to get over this, and y- you'll be fine. But they're going to give you so fine. many more guns. Yes. Although, yeah. although I think I saw Danfinity point out that there's a big chunk of bows that go away in the game. Now, granted, they're going to more, more than likely bring you new bows, but there's a lot of legendary bows that'll age out sort of all at the same time, and well, you'll need those anyway because they're never getting a catalyst. Sorry. That's a good, a good idea. Yeah. First of all, legendaries don't get a catalyst. It doesn't matter. You're still never getting a catalyst on any bows. Can't be bothered. Yeah. But no, what that does mean for me is that my favorite bow, the arsenic bite, is going to go to the wayside. And that actually does affect me like, like personally because that bow with its half a second draw time and it's got freaking rampage and explosive head, that's going to hurt to lose. That's going to hurt badly to lose. Until they give you a new bow with Rampage and Explosive Head in a 0.4 second draw time. That would be nice. I don't see it happening, though. But that would be nice. So back in February, Luke spoke about... Luke Smith, game director. Remember him from last week, Respawn? Spoke about upcoming plans for the writer? Gear Infusion. Yeah, the writer guy. The writer guy, gotcha. The Destiny dev team has more details on how this system is going to work. Destiny dev team, today we are going to talk about changes to the infusion system that are coming in Destiny 2. These changes are going to be visible starting in Season 11, which is in a couple of weeks, but won't start impacting your arsenal until Season 12, September. More on that in a bit. We want the sandbox to feel interesting, exciting and dynamic, and to evolve into compelling ways over time in the same way that the game evolves. Our weapons are the primary way that players interact with the world. And season of season, we want players to discover new weapons and feel powerful, have interesting new perks to explore, and power the builds that players craft in new and unexpected ways. The changes to the infusion system we're talking about today are designed to promote the following. We want you to more frequently earn and enjoy more powerful and standout gear. Right now, if a legendary weapon isn't better than the current best in class, there's no reason to replace it in your existing weapons. So... If a new legendary weapon is better than your current best-in-class, we risk power creep, removing challenge from the game, or making the items mandatory slash the only option for challenging activities. Both above points apply equally to new mods and perks as well. Powerful weapons can be era-defining, but eventually those eras need to end so that new eras can begin. We want strong weapons to have their time in the sun, 
and whenever possible, we want you to expect and prepare for powerful gear to cycle out of the endgame meta. So again, like we've mentioned before, you can still use your weapons and your gear in standard Crucible, and I'm guessing Gambit as well. To Not Gambit extent. Prime, just regular Gambit. Yeah. Well, you you still have that, your power against the enemy guardians still stands, doesn't it? If mm-hmm. they're like 1,020 power and you're only 750, 750. you're going to be melted, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and just standard Crucible. You can still use those those weapons. And I'm guessing comp, because comp would still be standard Crucible. And maybe a bit of patrolling. Yeah, with light level disabled and comp and things, doesn't really matter what weapon level you're running with. No. So you could have a really good meta weapon from couple of seasons back and still be using I it. just like okay 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 like i said i totally get why they're doing this but what about the freaking the weapons that you have to earn right what about what not drops if if they nerf drops or whatever okay fine whatever but if there's a weapon that you had to earn whether it be a pinnacle weapon or a ritual weapon or uh some other way that you've had to earn a weapon if they take that and they I'm going to call it a nerf because they're they're okay. they're, we're, we're they're limiting how high it can yep. go, right? Yep. So they're going to do that to it. Won't that make you feel a little bit cheated? Uh, to me, it's like That'll why would I like want to grind RPG. out for this weapon that could take a season only for it next season to not be good anymore? To be honest, I think it's only the players that haven't experienced Destiny One to the to its full extent. Uh, I'm mainly saying this, and that's my opinion anyway. I'm I'm just throwing it out there because if you're around from day one of Destiny One, you've already experienced this. You know what Bungie you're playing at. Because yeah. when we went from I think it was year two to three or one to two or something like that, when you'd worked your ass off in the Vault of Glass and you'd got your Fate Bringer, your Vision of Confluence, and all these other weapons from back when the, the full auto fusion that that became obsolete. Uh, exactly. Every, everybody's favorite one. What, what the hell is it called? Come on, man. Help me out here. The the auto rifle fusion rifle. No famous? No? If you can't remember it. You know what I'm talking about, though, man. I didn't get drops out of there. The things I wanted were the ones I never got. I know there was a number of traded somethings. Yeah. Pray this timepiece. Things like that. So you worked your ass off in a raid. You got the armor, you got the weapons, and then it all just went away because they suddenly went right from here on out. You won't be able to progress those items any further. Vex Mythoclast. That one. That was an exotic that they did. You allowed to infuse and get that higher. Eventually, but it was it was irrelevant for a while there. No, but he means going forward, your exotics you can bring forward in the current game. Yeah. So if the same thing were happening in D1, you could bring that one forward continually, which would have been great because I could have made, I could have blown through ammo like that in a sweet business and made fantastic sounds while shooting it. <laughs> but yeah, if you've if you've been in Destiny One, you've already experienced this from from Bungie that you know there were certain weapons that you did work to get that weren't able to be brought back again until you went into the raids in Year Three and you were able to get them as exotic drops. And did they bring them back powerful then? I think they maybe not did. I can't remember now. Yeah, I don't. I feel like they 
bumped the light level at some point, but I don't. Re- yeah, I don't remember either because I know they like revamped the raids to bring them up above whatever 200, 300, whatever light level we were at at the time when they came out. But I don't yeah, remember. That was towards the end of D one. Right. It was, yeah. It was like the golden years or the golden. Yeah, it was sort of when that time when they when they gave us like mayhem strikes and everything else, and just said, "Okay, you know this this game is coming to an end. Let's let's have the closeout sale. <laughs> let's blow everything yeah, out." Basically, it's funny because I I forget sometimes the D one is still a thing. I could put my disc back on the Xbox and still go play it and revisit my old characters. I forget yeah. that it's out there, living on a server, taking up space somewhere. Yeah. So okay. So this is basically what they did. So in year one of destiny one you had elemental damage on your primaries so the fate bringer which was a hand cannon which was a legendary hand cannon that you could get from the raid had an arc ability affinity with it so what they did is they capped all the weapons at 170 and that included some of the exotics like respawn was saying including suros i've just had a look quick look on my um destiny item manager for destiny one and suros was capped at 170 i've still got it Yes, I'm not letting it go. And I've got an original Fatebringer at 170. And then they did bring it back, but they took off the Infinity for it. So I think that was what a lot of people missed. But you could get a legendary version of it without the Infinity. And you could also then get an exotic version with the Affinity for it. So you could give up your exotic slot. So that's how they kind of got around it. But then that was year three, towards the end of year three, when they brought the raids back. And... That's how they they worked around it. For a good portion of the time, people weren't able to use elemental primaries in raids and end game kind of meta that you you were able to use them for quite some time. And Bungie got around it that way. And they're going to do it again now in Destiny 2. We're going to see some of these weapons that we've earned through quests, you know, ritual weapons or whatever else they're called these days. Pinnacle, Ritual. Pinnacle. Yeah, all those that things. Stuff. Yeah. They're bound to go away. And um then you're gonna cry. Potentially no, nobody's gonna cry. Well, I'm gonna cry. I mean they're they're making the game they've said they want to make the game more of an RPG. In level in a level one RPG, you're not running that same weapon you had on level fifty. You're gonna throw that weapon away and get better and newer weapons as time goes on. And that's you know, if they actually are gonna make Destiny into more of an RPG, that's the direction we're going. Yeah. And they say that they can't solve this by just making weapons that are always better than the previous ones, because this will steadily lower the time to kill in both PvP and PvE until the combat sandbox is neither fun nor tactical, which admittedly in some times it's like that because you're kind of stuck with the same guns that everybody's holding on to. So they want to foster a gradual evolution of metas that regularly promotes experimentation and debate. We believe Destiny is at its best when you have new desirable things to pursue and you have active debates with your clanmates on which one of those new things to bring out into the raid or what's going to be hot in trials next season. With this goal stated, they want to break down how the changes will work. So each legendary weapon and piece of armor will have a max power level it can be reached through infusion. So at the moment, if you hover over the infusion thing, it just says whatever the, the current max is for that season or whatever power level you can get from what you can infuse into it so exotics will not have a max power level 
The max power for these items will be set at the player power cap attainable three seasons after its release. So four seasons in total. This means all legendary gear has a one year lifespan during which it can be used in activities which will be near or towards the end of the player's power cap, which is difficult and power enabled activities kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So the max power level for these items will be visible in game from next season. So that's June 9th, season 11. But no items will be at their max power level at the start of season 11. This means that all your gear will be relevant in all activities during season 11, and you'll be able to see what the max power level is for your gear and plan accordingly. At the start of season 12, weapons and armor released in seasons 1 to 8 will have a max power level at the end of season 11 player power cap. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so that's from the beginning of Destiny 2 way back in 2017 through Season of Undying. Because that's Season of Undying is Season 8. Okay. So gear from Seasons 9, 10, and 11, and 12 will all be infusible to new player power caps for one year after their release. So it's just going to kind of be staggered. So whichever one is Season 9 will then be a year on from that. So it'll be less than 10, and so on and so forth. Weapons and armor from the last wish raid and the Garden of Salvation raids will be granted exceptions. So, Respawn, you keep doing all these raids and getting all this nice high power gear. This will still have a high power max level. Gotcha. For a year. No, no. <laughs> it's They've made an exception. They've for made an exception. Yeah, I know. I heard. So, those are the basics, but you may have additional questions such as Can I still use gear that has reached a max power level? Yes, you will always be able to equip and use any piece of gear. Reaching the player power cap is beneficial, but not strictly required for most activities in Destiny. You can continue to equip and use all gear in these activities. This applies to armor as well as weapons? Yes. All legendary gear that provides power will have a max power level. Starting in Season 12, armor will no longer have a seasonal rotating fourth mod slot. Instead, there will be a mod slot that accepts all mods introduced into the game throughout the full year. Okay, now this is this is where we're getting into the full year thing. So, yes, you may have picked something up in Undying, and it would now be able to have mods up to a year, but then they're still going to be able to manage to rotate those items out on the gear. Ah, okay, I get it. Yeah, I also hear that my favorite pieces of armor that I've had to work to masterwork get all those stupid materials to masterwork that one set of armor that I have that I really enjoy is going to get sunset in a year and you got to read that mind every year man no that's a year that's no, but that's a year you don't have to you don't that's, have to worry for a whole RPG. year that's what an rpg is but by then you'll have Load more infusion material. You'll have maybe new armor that you <laughs> You'll have loads, of... and you'll be able to transmogrify the armor you like the look of into the current armor that you have. I'm not so worried about the looks. looks. I'm yes. worried about the stats and the masterworking materials that I've had to invest. Yes, That's but you concern. may find something in the next couple of months that is a few stats better and can take all the mods that are now available from that season going back, and you know have a lot more materials to masterwork so it is a kind of good thing that they're doing it 
You don't think want to be all, stuck with the same armor. Think of all the materials you'll have when you when you lay waste to your vault and just set it on fire and walk away because you will have broken down everything sitting in there you don't need anymore. There's your materials. Yeah, but I do that with my armor anyway because I get the one set and I like it. What you're telling me is now I have to stockpile armor and all this other crap because I don't know no. what's going to change. No, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you to continue to use the same piece of armor you have. Well, fair enough. So they, they recognize the current need to replace your armor every two to three seasons is no. a pain in the bum. And, hoard, and hoarding the armor from past seasons, like, like I do, is undesirable. Yes, it is. Because you don't really want to hoard it. Because you just want an armor set that's going to work for a good couple of seasons. And then maybe later on, when the vault expands with that year, you can get more stuff. Maybe then keep them bits. Maybe just maybe. No. And as Parody said, transmogrification is a thing that we talked about last week. And Respawn did give us a nice little breakdown of what actually transmogrification is when he remembered it. Do you remember it again this week? For yes. those people that weren't here? Yes. Transmogrification isn't like isn't like the mods that we have now that change to look. Transmogrification is you take a physical item and you change that item into a mod. Therefore, you lose the original item, but now you can make something else look like the item that you just lost. And it keeps all the stats of the item that you currently want to keep, but it makes it look no. nicer. No? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the transmog yeah. item is gone. You don't keep those yes. stats. Correct, yes. But say you've got it on your own really nice, you know, gear that you've got at the moment that you've masterworked, and you there's something else that comes into the game that looks fantastic, this whole new armor set. I you could take trans- that new armor and yeah. transmog it on my current armor. Okay, yeah. so it looks like the new armor, but you still retain the stats of the armor that you're currently wearing, which is what you want to keep at the moment. That is 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Cool. So when gear drops after its debut season, what will its max power level be? It will be the same max power level as it did in the initial release. Note, this is different than the gear that is reissued. Phoenix question. Will gear ever have its max power level updated? Not directly. But gear can be reissued in future seasons. These reissued versions will have new max power level bases on the seasons in which they were reissued. They're going to experiment with how and when gear is reissued into the game throughout year four. So that's September going forward. And let us know what you think of the different methods as you experience them. So not before you experience them respawn, after you've experienced. There's an experience word in there. You have to experience it before you have the feedback, okay? I'm watching you. I'm so listening. They're basically doing what they're doing with Iron Banner is you have an Iron Banner I set, it goes away, then it comes back, then it goes away, <laughs> and it comes back. So we're sure that Respawn will have more questions that aren't covered above, so please let us know, Respawn. Directly speaking to you in this week's TWAB. Yes, I know. <laughs> By name, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, they say it in the TWAB, but they are committed to Destiny 2, continues to grow and evolve from years to come. And part of that continued evolution is the curation of interesting, exciting, and dynamic player sandbox, which is true. There has never been, apart from when we had Destiny 1, where we had like stale seasons, 
they've always tried to do something different each season. And yes, maybe it hasn't kind of stuck and it hasn't worked, but they've always tried to innovate and try and do something different. Even with this season, even with this lie quest that they've put out there, it's something different that we haven't had before. It may be similar to other things, but it is something different. And the same with the, the Serif Towers, slightly changed of you know these public events. So there is something that they, they are continually to do over time. The introduction of the max power level will allow them to create exciting new gear more frequently without significant concerns of permanent power creep, which is un unobtainable in the game, which is what they've said for at least the last year when Shadowkeep was announced and we had the big talk with Luke Smith and the other developers. The thing, you know, power creep was one thing that they wanted to kind of address. They were going to let us know how they were going to do it. They tried slightly tweaking things. They did tell us they were, going to, they were going to sunset some things, but now they've explained exactly what they're going to do. So th this is good. This should also open up creative and experimental builds season over season, whilst letting you anticipate and prepare for how the sandbox will change over time. And yes, please share your thoughts with them. So I guess it's time to talk about engrams, redacted engrams. Oh, what a redacted engrams parody. I don't know. It looks like they're pretty redacted, so I think we should just move on. <laughs> I am in agreement. Uh, so apparently, uh, you know, Bungie has some additional plans after the Titans' glorious victory in the you know track and field events while the giant spaceship hurtles towards us. And the uh, creative lead, uh, Robbie Stevens, is going to have some more details. So he says, hey, everyone, we're, try we're now trying something new with how and why we you earn seasonal rewards. So far, basically, every season has followed the same... Formula where a seasonal activity asks for a specific amount of playtime to earn new rewards. While we believe that new content should be one of the best places to earn new rewards, we also realize Destiny 2 is a big game, and it can be frustrating to have more of your playtime dictated towards solely focusing on seasonal activities. So in Season 11, seasonal rewards will draw from completing core activities, Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit, as well as basically everything else in the game, and they have a full list of things below they'll tell us about. We want to make engaging the entire game feel more rewarding versus having to go play one thing over and over and over again until you're blue in the face and don't want to do it anymore. Look at you, Filmwater's Light Quest. Just a quick question. Do you think this is going to help them maybe answer the question of what's got to go away, Gambit and Gambit Prime? If they say you can do anything in the game, they'll actually see where people like to spend their time rather than forcing people to spend Can't their time in. Can't they already do that? Oh. No, because at the moment... Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's part of the important one, yeah. We're, you know, we're not being incentivized to go do this thing this season. If you just say, go play the game, let's see what people do, and maybe some of the, you know, saying, hey, you know, Gambit versus Gambit Prime, or hey, this thing in Strikes, that thing in Crucible people have been asking for, let's, let's elevate those things now that we're not trying to focus on the new thing we're trying to build. We're actually trying to do some quality of life and game improvements. That's my hope. Yeah, I, I think if, if they see that people aren't playing, say, Gambit Prime over Gambit, maybe they could throw questions out of, okay, we've seen the feedback of, or we've seen the players playing this amount of Gambit compared to Gambit Prime. What are the reasons why? And get some feedback on that. So to help them make their decisions a bit more clearer for what they're actually going to do in the game. So imagine if you see people just playing Nightfalls over and over again, and not doing the strike rotations, they'll ask the question of, well, what could we do to make these strike rotations better? Which is what I, I'm hoping is going to happen. Strike scoring. Strike scoring. 
Yeah, but even if it, you get strike scoring, we already have strike scoring. Don't we? What is what's the point of the strike scoring? Right. Because in Destiny One, if you had the strike scoring, it just helped you get a better chance, wasn't it, at the the rewards from the chest at the end? You got a higher chance if you got a higher score. Was that I can't remember now. Yeah, some, something like that. I feel like there were, I don't know, there's something tied to it. But yeah, just just having honestly having a reason to play strikes. Because every season I look up there, go play this number of strikes. I'm going, no. It's not, I don't even think that, that they're bad strikes. It's just, I've played them all. And they're not bad. They're just boring. Don't find the strikes. Yeah, I, I can, I, I basically like put a podcast on and just go grind through some strikes because I don't have to think about it. They're not hard. They're not challenging. They're not interesting. It's just a part of the game I dread playing. But you don't mind playing it when it's just like three of us just having fun going through the strikes. Just right, because... In. Right, See, like, no, no, no. You're incorporating two different things, Damon. You're incorporating right. hanging out with friends yeah. to how good the game is, right? Yeah. No, but I think that's what makes the game some of the times, isn't it? Is yeah, no, that's that absolutely can... what makes the game. Yeah, whenever yeah. whenever I'm with you guys hanging out in Iron Banner, I'm hating Iron Banner, but I'm enjoying hanging out with you guys. Exactly. That's, that's that, absolutely that is, the experience. That's, that's destiny. That is destiny at its core for me as a player. I can I can put the game on. I can do my grindy, grindy bits and, you know, just have fun just playing by myself. But it's more fun playing with my friends and just shooting the breeze and just going into strikes and messing up over and over again, going into nightfalls, trying to do the harder nightfalls, trying to do master this, master that. It's just feeling that for hours and hours. Yeah, that's destiny. That is destiny. It's just, yeah. Sorry. It's for friends. Yeah, no, I mean, it, as long as you have that kind of stuff, that I'm in complete agreement. Playing with friends is always better than playing by yourself. Even mm-hmm. bad content becomes less bad at that point, you know? I mean, just going back to what you said, playing strikes, right? Just something as simple as playing strikes. I enjoyed going in with a bow to show a lot of the newer guys that I was playing with, hey, this is how good bows are. And they're like, oh, well, they're not really good. But at the end of the strike, I've got quadruple everybody else's score, right? I was like, you were saying? <laughs> you know yeah that's because you've tagged everybody with that bow that's all <laughs> uh so so you're saying that i can tag people with a weapon that i have to draw and fire faster than somebody that's got an auto rifle that can tag everyone in the room at once no the, you can f- fire your bow quicker and tag uh, say about three different enemies depending on what bow you're using le monarch being a good one they could come in and maybe two of them get a se- separate kill each but they only count as one for each of them, whereas you've then got three kills to their one. Exactly. Because the bow just... But you didn't actually get the kill. No, no, I get kills, because especially with the red ads, one bow shot is all it takes. Boom, done, boom, done, boom, done, boom, done, boom, done. That's it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Sorry, Karen. Season 11 has also featured two new returning weapons from each of the previous three seasons. So Season of the Undying, Season of Dawn, and Season of the Worthy for a total of six weapons, which will be free to everyone. So if you didn't buy the Season Pass or a new new Light player, they're bringing back two weapons from each of those seasons. Which two? Um, you know, go uh, debate it on Reddit. We don't know. They're not going to tell us. You'll figure it out. We talked about some of the places where you're going to earn rewards in Season 11. Now let's talk about how you can influence those rewards to chase god rolls and high-stat armor. Play Iron Banner. Moving on. I don't know. <laughs> So over the next few, over the last few seasons, we've introduced the weapon bounties to give you the agency to chase specific rewards. While addressing bounty fatigue will be an effort that ex, an effort that extends beyond year three. 
For the upcoming season, we've moved away from weapon bounties as part of that effort. Thank you. Instead, we're reducing... We're not reducing. Well, they are reducing. But instead, they're introducing a new type of... Redacted. Engram that'll contain the majority of Season 11 rewards. And by spending seasonal currency, you can influence the contents of the... Redacted. Engram. So, to clear up any confusion, because we're all confused, let's imagine if we launch the... Redacted. Engram in Season of the Worthy. Imagine this engram contained the Season of the Worthy weapons and armor. Now imagine you can take this engram to a Seraph bunker and spend your seasonal currency to focus, to focus, capital letters, to focus the contents of the engram so it only contains the SMG or the shotgun. By focusing redacted engrams in Season 11, you can choose your rewards. This includes the ability, once you've earned it, to focus engrams so they only contain the armor with the high stat rolls. That sounds great. All free players and season pass owners will receive redacted engrams while playing season 11. However, only season pass owners can access the full suite of focusing categories in season 11. So it sounds like you're going to get a number of things. We'll all have the same loot that we can get, but we can, as season pass owners, tell it what kind of loot we want versus just here's a giant loot pool. You get what you get. So just clear this up for me. Am I then taking my engram to a vendor? just to see if I can get a specific role. So say if I want to go see Hawthorne, she'll give me a specific role on a weapon or armor piece, um, which is different to, say, the Drifter, which is different to, say, Anna Bray and Failsafe and anybody else. Say, do you think they'll do it like that? Is that what I'm getting from this? Because I don't believe the bunkers are still going to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not the bunkers. They're just saying, like, this has come out in season 11. This is sort of might be how it would work. So, okay. So yeah, so I don't know if that means in season twelve, season of the redacted engram, that we're going to go to the new thing and go talk to the new person. I'm sorry, yes, season eleven. I keep season eleven thinking the future. So yeah, so in season eleven, I assume it's whatever the new redacted thing is going to be. We go to we go to Captain Redacted, bring our redacted engram, and and then it'll work from there. Whereas that's what I'm reading is this is only going to work in that new vendor and only for that new seasons items you can't bring them to the drifter or failsafe forever it has to go to that new vendor for just oh, okay. that season's item. so yeah so like you know like like they were saying you know for season 11 our current one i'm sorry you have to take it to failsafe for season 10 you have to yeah. take it to failsafe not failsafe you have to take it to rasputin <laughs> in the bunker there you go i was robot. thinking robots bunkers what's what's, a, what's another robot yeah 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 so, so, so yeah. yeah i think that's what they're saying is that for this okay. season yeah, you take it. Yeah, you can only take it to the bunker or bunkers. Yeah. So in season, oh, okay. in the next season, it'll be you take it to the new seasonal place. Talk to the new seasonal person. Cade's glorious return. You'll never see it coming. And then you talk to Cade, and then he will give you the reward from that. And then once you've focused it, however, we unlock the focusing, which I assume is make your way through the season pass or unlock something. Then you can then break down of hey, here's here's the rewards I actually want. Here's what I want to grind for. Or at least you can go through and say, okay, let me go through shotgun to then SMGs and then auto rifle. You know, let me sort of go through these one at a time to get the role I want out of this. Okay. Yes. Right. I understand and... that now. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> so here's a preview of the redacted engram focusing categories that all players can access after completing the season 11 opening quest. 
So the armor focusing reduces the number of rewards in the engram, so it only contains seasonal weapon armor. And the previous season's weapon focusing converts the reward to an engram that only contains the six weapons that are returning from the previous six seasons. Okay, so it'll be two groups. It'll be you can see you can focus on just the armor for the current new seat, you know, the current season at the time, or you can say, hey, you can focus it on here are the six weapons, or I assume other ways to focus it, but those are at least two examples of focusing of so basically it's it's taking the loot pull down. So when we say focusing, yeah. we're saying instead of here's every loot thing they could drop, we're we're reducing that loot pool in, in specific ways. All right, so when Season 11 launches, all players will get three focusing categories and Season Pass owners will have access to an additional 15. Woo! So the list of activities that reward redacted engrams in Season 11 is redacted, redacted, public events, strikes, gambit, crucible, dungeons, raids, adventures, nightmare hunts, forges, reckoning, menagerie, escalation protocol, and blind well. And in addition to the above list, redacted engrams have a chance to drop when defeating combatants anywhere in the system similar to the legendary engrams. They share the same loot pool as legendary engrams, and when you hit that loot pool, you have a 66% chance to earn a redacted engram and a 34% chance to earn legendary engrams. We, you know, this preview of season 11 gives you some insights to how, about how we're approaching the community's feedback in the short term. So I'm looking through, okay, so yeah. So, so reckoning is still on the table. Gambit, I assume when they say Gambit, it's the Gambits on this list. I'm just trying, I was trying to look at this and say, is there anything on the table that's not covered by this? Anything on Titan, oh. perchance? Or it's surprising on, uh, that Blind Well's in there as well. Yeah. They're going to claim that the Dreaming City is a viable thing forever. Yeah. 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 Then, then so whatever are two redacted. Yeah, so I wonder if it's if it's going to be like a new location, like you know the bunkers and the Seraph Towers. Is it two new, a uh, new location and a new activity? Is it two new activities? So there's two redacted things coming next season. So I both feel like I have a better understanding and worse understanding of how exactly this is going to work. But I know, like everything, once it's out there, it'll make a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially since everything is redacted. <laughs> yeah. and it's only redacted because they it's either giving away what happens at the end of the season or it's just giving away the title for the new season that's coming right if it's like hey go to the go, go to titan where the all money smashed into and oh well gave you the <laughs> yeah. kind of gave you the the end of it here that you you go to the devastated edz what go where yeah. <laughs> uh that's... first of all none of that has been confirmed where are you now? Oh, You've gone to the toilet. Don't come back out of the well. Timmy, ah, my name is Timmy. I'm stuck ah, in this well. Ah, come, ah, come out, come out of the well, little Timmy. We'll send, we'll send Lassie. Lassie got help. I think so Timmy's if, drowned down the well. If you, like respawn, are trapped right. down a well somewhere, is it better. And the guardians better, worse, better, worse, better, worse, better. It's better, huh? Yes, better. Okay. I I figured out why my mic was always on. I fixed that. <laughs> you have, yes. Sure enough. Yeah. If you also are trapped in a well, I will let Nightman tell you all about the Guardian's Heart Charity and the lovely emblem you can have to put on an iron banner while you murder people with your sweet business. Well, you can't get it anymore because that was last week, wasn't it? It finished. So Ooh. earlier this week, they wrapped up the Guardian's Heart Charity incentive that had been going strong for the last month. And they'd asked us to help support direct relief in efforts to deliver supplies to hospitals and healthcare workers around the world. 
Guardians Everywhere answered the call in full force and together he raised... 788923 dollars 19 Okay, so you smashed the goal of... Yes, 700000 So they'd like to thank everybody that donated and everybody who volunteered their time to help spread the word by streaming in one of the 39 bungee bounties that they put on during the event. It's been inspiring to watch this community come together once again to make the world a little better place during tough times. Respawn, you have something important to tell everybody, don't you, from when you donated. What did you notice? That hunters had donated the most. So, round of applause for the hunters, yes. At, at, at the time that I donated, the hunters had donated the most amount of cash at that point. Yes. So, yeah, when you, when you went to donate your money and oh. you purchase it, you could then select, you know, whether you're a Titan, Hunter, or Warlock. That's and correct. The, I think the first week, the Hunters were way out in front. And I thought, you know, this is going to be a change to Guardian games. So at least they're winning something. And it sounds like they did. They, they won the hearts of the rest of the Guardians around the world. They right. did. So we figured it out. So the Hunters, instead of playing the game, were out spending money on good charity events. Because us, us lowly poor Titans only donated $183,000. I'm rounding all of these. You know, $183,000. Yeah. The Warlocks, still a little bit better at 206000 and then the hunters are out there, three hundred and one thousand dollars. So good job, good hunters! hunters. You may not be good at guardian games, but you're good at charity work. So I appreciate it. Everybody appreciates it. And yeah, we as a community, three quarters of a million dollars in a month. It's it, it just blows my mind every time Bungie does one of these. Just people's generosity. So well done, good job. Yeah. Even you hunters, especially especially you hunters. That's a lot of out scavenging in the wastelands. I don't know where you keep all the money. I don't, I've never seen pockets in your cloaks, but good job. Uh, first of all, we don't keep them there. We just transmit them to the ramen shop. That's why the ramen shop is closed. It's actually our bank. There's always money in the ramen shop. Always. So, Parody, always would you like to tell us what's been fixed, what's not been fixed? And if there's a hot fix with your Parody's patch note previews, Parody's... Delivers the, the best part of the twelve. I will facilitate this part as the facilitator <laughs> of the player support report for Hotfix 2.8.1.2. Oh my goodness. So on Tuesday, May 19th, which is three days from now, and uh, hopefully right after you listen to this recording, Hotfix 2.8.1.2 will be available to all the players. It'll be out at 9 a.m. PDT, 6,000 UTC. The maintenance begins 45 minutes later. Everybody gets kicked offline. 15 minutes after that, the rollout begins with the hotfix. And at 10.01 a.m. PDT, players will be able to log back in. And at 1701 UTC for Unite Demon. At mm-hmm. 12 noon PDT, 1900 UTC, Destiny 2 service maintenance concludes. And I'm not giving you all the time zones because I'm lazy this week. And it's you know about what, what it is in your local time zone at this point. It's about an hour before reset, basically. It is. So what is what is 2812 going to bring us? Well, the seasonal small fire team XP buffs will now work as intended. Removing the Winter's Guile gauntlets will now properly remove all Warlock Sigil perks. And for one week only, for a limited time, the Worm God Caress gauntlets will no longer grant infinite five-time burning fist when re- repeatedly taken on and off. Yes, they were. Right up until they're broken again. Pairing it with the Telestos. Yeah, precisely. 
And they also, on Friday, May 8th, uh, Bungie did release a potential fix that was implemented for the frequent Watercrest error codes. Since the 8th, they've been closely monitoring Watercrest reports and have noticed a significant decrease in Watercrest errors appearing. Watercrest, Watercrest, Watercrest. So they're hopeful that this is, you know, fix at least the most of the Watercrest issues. If you're still having problems, hit the help forum. They have a dedicated Watercrest forum. They are continuing to monitor. Monitor. They're continuing to monitor the increases in beetles, rabbits, beavers, and anteater error codes, which is a wonderful zoo they have going over there. So again, if you're seeing these error codes and can maybe try to, you know, help provide some clips and footage to them, go to the help forums. You know, they are actively trying to squash these bugs, and the more reports and information they can can get from people, the better. And uh, yeah. Apparently, we have a small Guardian Heart update. The initiative ended on May 12th, and any donations made after 10 a.m. PST on May 12th are not eligible for the emblem. So if you gave your money late, um, sorry, you had, you had a month. But Bungie does say if you did donate after that point, you know, send them a, a note to the Bungie Foundation with your donation receipt, order number, and date of donation for assistance, and they will try to get you an emblem, even though you had an entire month. Oof. Yeah, but at the, at the end of the day, just let it go, guys. You gave to a really good charity and a really good cause. It doesn't matter. We all know in your hearts, if you donated, you've got the Guardian Heart emblem. It's not going to persist past Destiny 2. So when we get to Destiny 3, everyone will forget about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so some of you have probably already forgotten about it. But what you can't forget about are our current known issues. But the Ascendant Champion Triumph is just not unlocking for some players. Just like the Enhanced Fusion Rifle Loader, Enhanced Auto Rifle Loader, and Enhanced Bow Loader mods are not dropping as intended. And the Clenched Fist perk for the Stronghold Gauntlet is not working as intended. And there's a full list of things in the note articles which we'll link to because it just grows and grows and grows. And that's been our report for this week. No. That's been our TWAB for this week. No. We, we, have marched, we have marched through the TWAB. So they say that they hope that you enjoyed the little preview they gave you of the new redacted engrams coming next season. And next week, they're going to share more changes coming to how you earn rewards in season 11. Some of you know what a world loophole is. Many of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Don't worry. They'll talk about it next week. Kind of sort of understand a little bit. That's about it. So, yeah, that was Cosmo, by the way, signing out from that one. Cosmo. Very good. Speaking of Cosmo. Yeah. What, what does Cosmo have to tell us this week? What, what little sweet nothings has he whispered out into the social mediums? Is there anything for their Respawns report roundup? Yes. Cosmo said most feedback is not entirely a new thing. Uh, and probably something we have seen in one form or another before. But the community manager still read it and will share it wider that's a reddit link a reliable guitar air trigger in gambit has been found i love how they say a reliable hey guys if you want to practice here's how you do it uh anyway oh, here's how found... not to do it well i'm looking and in the info has been sent over to be investigated here's a reddit link and it says it says nothing there's nothing in this comment like hold on Oh, there it is. Uh, Don't go in if you have a black armory 
frame on the stage where you need to pick up radiant seeds. They'll spawn on the enemy sides as well as you, and you'll quickly hit the cap and crash out of the session with a guitar air. <laughs> All right. Uh, making making champions weaker is one of the switches they had, so they flipped it. Reddit link. There, if there was a timer switch, they would have likely also utilized it. Reddit link. They're not trying to convey that changing the champion is a solution. It was one of the things they could do and didn't think it would hurt anything. Reddit link. I'm guessing this is about the public events. Yeah, yeah, this is all okay. Seraph Tower related. Yeah, they didn't they didn't specify that. So I think that well, was... like you said at the beginning that they Very amped fun. up the difficulty specifically for this week, and then they realized what they've done, and then they've now switched it back. And gotcha. it was just a switch that they could switch on and off. Uh, on sunsetting the weapons, more here. Here is the link. Pinnacles are. Pinnacles and no, it says Pinnacles are legendaries and will share the same max power level lifespans based on when they were released. Reddit link. Okay, uh, damage has something he wants to say. Uh, success isn't whether or not you complete the lie quest, it's how quickly you complete it. Wait, hold on. So it doesn't matter. Whether or not you complete it, it's how fast you complete it that matters. Is, am I reading this right? Uh, success isn't whether or not you complete the lie quest. It's how quickly you complete it. Okay. The point of this step wasn't to challenge the community to complete something, and if they didn't, they wouldn't get something. It was to rally everyone to a single event to kick off the lie. Feedback I'm seeing is as follows. Community events are cool but they feel a bit too frequent at this point in time. I don't think that they're cool. I disagree. The current community event, well, at least the way Bungie does it. The current community event splits the population between three destinations. It would be nice to focus players more to a single activity or area. Yeah. Players would like to see more rewards that are exclusive to the event, which could drive participation. Whether they be tied to steps or general engagement with the activity, exclusive rewards for stuff like this is key to player excitement. The current goals were set far too high, which resulted in a lack of visible progress. As such, folks felt that their contribution had no meaning, and thus ditched the event pretty quickly. Who's that sound like? <laughs> Everyone. I was going to say it sounds like the hunters hunt to doing their Guardian games. Yeah. yeah. The current objective focuses on a public event that's been available since the launch of the season. Without new rewards or releases to visit the event, there's a bit of a burnout. Doi. Public of not public event. Public area matchmaking can be frustrating when trying to find a space with enough players to attempt the event. I'm not going to touch the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch on feedbacks that deals with spoilers just yet. This is a Reddit link. Hopefully that means you can matchmake into an area. That would be amazing. That would be very amazing. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. Coffee still hasn't hit yet. Uh, the team absolutely wants to make cool news. It actually says, right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. The team absolutely wants to make cool new sh 
but also understands that players want to see things return. Finding the balance is key. Reddit link. Some weapons will be left to the sunset, while others will be reissued in future seasons. Reddit link. The team will indeed create new weapons and exciting loot to earn while filling other sources of loot with a mix of new and reissued gear. Damage would not look at reissued weapons as the main drive for future content drops, especially paid DLC seasons, which is what some replies on social media seem to fear. Also, I realize now that whenever I see DMG, I say damage, right? Because that's basically what it means in my view. But damage in the same sentence as a weapon probably leads people to the wrong idea. So it's not weapon damage. It's damage is talking about weapons. Okay. They have more on how sunsetting weapons will affect activities next week. Stay tuned. Here's a Reddit link. Pinnacles and pursuit weapons are legendary weapons. Why did you say the same thing twice? Thank you. Uh, they're watching the feedback of PvP folks when it comes to the weapon sunsetting. Trials Iron Banner will be impacted, and you'll have to find new gear. Normal Crucible, however, will still have a home for your beloved mountaintop, spare rations, etc. Give thoughts here. Oh my god, the mountaintop! Oh, you forgot about that one. Oh god! Oh my god. It, I just, my heart is broken. That is by far the heart... I have the freaking Luna's Howl, and by far Mountaintop was the harder legendary to get. Oh my god! Now my heart is broken. <sighs> yeah, I, I gave up one line. I, I did the two-thirds of the thing, and I'm just, I can't be bothered to do the rest of it. Because it, it sucks! It's hard! It's so hard. if you've it's, earned it... Yeah, it it's oh hard. my god! It's, it's just <laughs> still a game. I had to use that often. It's not just a grenade launcher parody, and if you no, had one, you would be able to just a grenade, grenade launcher. launcher. Huh? No, it, it doesn't matter that it's good. It's still a grenade launcher. It's not just a grenade launcher. How dare you say that? Anyway, they're watching the feedback of PvP folks when it comes to weapon sunsetting. I already said that. Uh, Andrew H. Andrew Hops has this to say about weapon sunsetting and Destiny Roundup quotes. And I'm quoting here. You know how recluse on everything in PvE? Weapon sunsetting means we can add more weapons that on everything, and they just eventually fall behind in power. New weapons that on everything can be added without constant power creep, and I'm very excited for it. Twitter link. I like Andrew. I'm surprised he didn't say I'm very excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's that's the point of all of this is everyone says, oh, but the guns I had, the guns I had. Bungie's going, yeah, but you, we can give you better guns, bigger guns, guns that make people even angrier. But we can't keep doing that and keep every single weapon in all of time. So you think Mountaintop is, is, is powerful or, or recluse. There's other stuff that's coming. There's other stuff they can do without having to think of, you know, every single decision you've ever made in your life or every game. So I'm... I'm really excited for this. I'd like to leave stuff behind and pick up new stuff and uh, still know that my trusty exotics will be there by my side. I think the thing is, if this had been something that had been in Destiny 2 from the get-go, that we knew after like season like four or towards the end of the first year that things would be sunsetted, it would 
kind of be ingrained in people now. This is how Destiny plays, how Destiny works. This is the way that it, you know, the the game is going to be going forward. It's a continuation from that thing in Destiny 1. But because they didn't do that and they went, everything is infusible going forward, they kind of, I think that's where they've made their mistake of, they. I mean, then they didn't tell people a lie because I think that was the truth at that time. And the same, same with the, the Whisper of the Worm. It, it was made like that. It was put in the game like that because that's how they wanted it. And it wasn't until they were suddenly went, ah, power creep and all this other stuff. We may made a mistake. We'll have to kind of go back on it. So that's where that's kind of come into it. Yeah, it, it, it's easy to make decisions in the moment. It's harder to say, okay, two years from now, three years, four years from now, is this decision we're making going to be a good one? What are we not thinking about? What are we not considering? And, uh, oh, by the way, we're trying to build a game in a global pandemic, so that's fun. And I think now it's time for uh, tips, tricks, builds, guides, videos. Night even watches YouTube, so you don't have to. Uh, he watches YouTube, so he can give you the link, so you can also go watch YouTube. You know uh, what? But he does all the hard work of curation. I'm the facilitator, you're the curator. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, this week, I most of the videos that I've watched are either review videos about what's happening next season or complaints about this season. There's not much. I mean, there are a few builds and things out there that are just kind of repeated from what have previously happened. And I think probably the best advice that I can give people at the moment is if you're still enjoying the game and you're still logging on a day and doing things, Maybe the best thing is to kind of just build up your reserves of your glimmer, your shards, your weapon parts. Do your your nightfalls that you can farm. Your infusion materials. Yeah, just do infusion materials. And just don't infuse things if you don't have to. Just use what you've got and just build up a stockpile. Because when it comes to next season, you you want to kind of get a good stockpile of what you want going forward to infuse into that new stuff. And also the other thing is to remember bounties. Now bounties help progress that season pass a lot quicker. And if you start this week coming up, stacking those bounties and completing them, hold just hold on to them until you get to that first day of the season pass, and then go onto your characters, turn all the bounties in. You'll get a, like a big chunk of progression on that season pass. Maybe get up to level 10, 15 within. 10 minutes you know so you've got a good bump or good you know head start on everybody else so that's another good thing to kind of do or remember to do is do the bounties as and when you can in the next couple of weeks so they're not a grind or you make it into a grind in that last couple of weeks going oh my god if i'd have remembered this four weeks ago i could have just done a bounty and just held on to it because at the moment you're now hopefully towards the end of your season pass you know you're getting close to the 100 or you're past the 100 and if you're just playing the game regularly, you will get XP that will progress that pass. But holding on to those bounties will help you get a good step up in the next season. So, yeah, it's just do the do the weekly stuff that you kind of need to do. So next week's going to be Gambit where you can get more XP. So, again, you should be able to get more stuff in Gambit. So go ahead and do that. Or, you know, finish off some quests, finish off some triumphs. I think that's kind of... The only thing I can think of, really, there was a Cheese Forever video that we will link 
about a, another Telesto glitch that you can use in PvE and PvP. And um, yeah, that's quite interesting. And Perry, you um, linked a video this week from Cheese Forever, didn't you? Absolutely. Would you like to tell people about that? Uh, yes. I was watching this and was very, I saw this link come across my screen and I'm going, what in the world is this? That I was like, someone has made a, a Destiny 2 RPG mobile game. I'm like, that seems interesting. So I clicked the video and watched and I realized our friend Cheese Forever has created this Destiny 2 mobile game. He has spent the last six minutes putting this game together, which of course heavily featured Telesto in his video, which is why I had to watch it because who doesn't love a good Telesto? But yeah, he has put together this entire game that is sort of absurdly in-depth where there's all the parts of Destiny in there and each sort of type of game is its own little mini-game that, I will be honest, I have not had the time to play this week, but just looking at the amount of work he's put into this is kind of phenomenal. So I'm going to guess, I know Respawn hasn't had a chance to play this because I know he didn't know about it. I did know about it because he posted 30 links about it. That spanned across my whole freaking screen whenever I went to YouTube. So the system works. All right, good. So yeah, no, I just, uh, I'm just, I was curious. I, I want to play this at some point just to you know play with it and try it out. But that's just very cool that he's like, oh, this. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it didn't come out of nowhere for people who were, you know, maybe keeping up with such things. But for me, it was like, oh, this came out of nowhere. It was very cool. Yeah. Also, you said he worked on it for six minutes. Months. I think he worked on it for a little months. bit longer than that. <laughs> yeah, no, six months. Sorry if I misspoke. You did. I did. So yes, he he worked on six this game for six months, not six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he can make his own changes. Telesto's broken. Goodbye, Telesto. <laughs> so yeah, we'll link that in the show notes for you to check out. It's quite interesting and fun. Uh, there was a Fallout plays video this week, which he released, which goes over what can break a banner shield titan. Another interesting video for you to watch. Not a kind of tip tricks or guides, but it's... You don't need to. You just need to wait for them to trip over a tiny rock, and then <laughs> there you go. Just yeah. shooting sweet business. Wait until a tiny pebble comes across their path, and that's it. You're done. What I thought was funny is the interaction between two Banner Shield Titans. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, you just... You approach each other, and whichever one approaches first, loses. It's like... How does the game determine that, man? Anyway, rock, scissors. yeah, yeah, rock, yeah. Scissors. it's got to be. But no, that was pretty cool. I, I I did enjoy seeing all the things that could break or not break the thing, you know. So yeah, yeah, good on you, man. Good on you. And 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 the swish bop is not something that I realized a lot of Titans utilize, and uh, now I have to watch out for that. The the swoosh bop, the swish boop, whatever he called it. What are we talking about since I have not watched the video because uh, drowning in work? You'll have to watch the yeah. video. Yeah. I'll have to Basically, look for sure. He, he teaches you not only what breaks it, but the best way to utilize said super to ascertain victory in a lot of these outcomes. So, Very good. Are there any other videos that you've watched this week, Respawn, that you could highlight for the, the good listeners? Uh, well, yeah, I've actually watched quite a few. Let me go back and look at my subscriptions because I get remember a whole lot of them yeah a couple times i pull up youtube just to sort of say okay let me let me see what my you know recommendations are or what's in the subscriptions and like after the first i don't know like eight or nine moaning about the towers i'm like okay I, i'm done i yeah clearly, clearly there's nothing happening this week anyone cares about it's just 
Um, actually, another video for you guys that haven't played D1, right? Um, the reason we're all freaking out about uh, Fell Winter's Lie and whatnot like that, the the reasons behind it, Fallout actually has a video talking about how good will Fell Winter's Lie actually be. And he discusses oh, yeah. why it was great and why this coming one is actually going to be better than the one that we know, right? So that's a good video to watch if you don't know what the Fell Winter's Lie is and why everybody's freaking out about it. Good pick. Are there any other tips and tricks that you guys can think of going into a new season that maybe you could kind of start doing now? I just reiterate what you said, man. As somebody that doesn't do Nightfalls, I have literally zero infusion materials. I don't have any shards, and I think I have one golf ball. Okay? I don't have anything. So literally go out there and grind that stuff. I, I, I'm not a fan of Nightfalls, mostly because the teams I get are uh, but but do those. Because like me, I'm I'm basically married to the gear that I have, which is why this upsets me the most is because once I masterworked those, I was done. I, I didn't like grinding through the nightfalls because of how rarely you get these drops. And once I got my stuff, I finished and now I'm screwed. Right. So now I'm forced to go back and I got to grind all this other stuff. So don't get caught out like I am. Uh, do the nightfalls. Get your golf balls. Get your shards. You know, make sure, like like Demon said, you have enough stuff for the upcoming events or armors. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think this is the point of the season where just stop infusing things, stop leveling things up. You know, anything you're getting, if it's good, hang on to it, but don't bother infusing. And yeah, sort of just hoard materials. And we're we're sort of at the point point where yeah, you know, finish up the thing you're trying to grind for, and also. You know, it's finally getting warmer out. If you can, just go outside, step away from the game for a while. It's if it's getting to the point Parody. where parody, parody, <laughs> not tell people to move away from the game. Shame, 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 shame. No, people shame. will come back. It's two weeks. They'll be back. No. Do not listen to him. I mean, I think I think it's pretty good advice, right? You've been inside for two months. Go outside, get some sun before you come back in, and no, stay in, stay inside for another two months and play the game. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, we're just at the point where, yeah, just don't waste materials. Stop infusing things. Just hoard stuff, and then we'll see what the new redacted season has to has in store for us. Yeah, over by the pretty things that are going away. Does that bug anybody else? The fact that they keep putting Redacted. I understand they're doing it to try to prevent spoilers, but it's just like, it's so old season of Redacted. Redacted Ingram, Redacted this, Redacted... You're not mysterious. You're not the FBI. You're not the CIA. You're not the KGB. Stop redacting stuff. It's not cute. It's not funny. Listen, Put Bungie, in... if, would you if prefer you... not to tell us at all about anything? I mean, it would be a surprise, right? If they're worried about spoilers, just... just... Listen, Bungie... Keep it up. Yeah. Keep all the good redacted work up because it's obviously upsetting Respawn, and I love it. Just keep it up. <laughs> if it's upsetting Respawn, you know you're doing good work. We have another question from our little friend, Cody. Who is Glitch? Oh, Cody. He is the Telesto. What do y'all listen to while you're gaming? Your second favorite hunter and favorite using rifle, Cody or Telesto? <laughs> Uh, so what do we listen to while gaming? We listen to the game and only the game. You're does, not wrong. Does the <laughs> of your wife playing Fallout 4 on the couch next to you count as what, what you listen to? 
it, 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 I guess it depends on what game I'm playing. If you're referring specifically to Destiny, I don't listen to anything. In fact, I even turn off the music within Destiny just so I can hear enemies and uh, weapons firing. Yeah. That's literally it. I'm more focused on the game. When I've got the game on, it's just headphones in, focus on the game. If I'm away from the game, I'm listening to Destiny on other things like podcasts. If I'm at work, I've got my, my earbuds in. I'm listening to Destiny podcasts. I'm listening to, you know, Ubuntu's videos that explain stuff in great detail that I don't need to watch, but I can listen to on YouTube. Things like that. I just, I, I soak up anything that's Destiny when I'm away from Destiny. I sort of do a mix between those two. If it's if I'm playing something like PvP that I sort of care about, I'll I'll have the earbuds in, plugged in the controller, so I can hear what's going on. So at least my TV is muted, so I don't disturb anyone. But at least I can hear what's happening in the game. If I'm just say mindlessly grinding through strikes or just slaughtering people in Gambit or whatever, I will I'll just I'll put a podcast on. There's a bunch of Destiny podcasts, tech podcasts, and other stuff I listen to. I'll I'll have. Have one earbud in on the podcast, one earbud in, so I can hear what's going on in the house, and just turn my brain off and murder things. Destiny sound is only important if it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. So, so even in PvP, you don't. I don't know. I guess that's maybe just me. I I, I look for any kind of edge we'll that I can get, including turn off music, so I can hear other players walking around in PvP. See, so the, see, see the problem with how you play PvP is you look for people. The way I play PvP is just hold down the W key. <laughs> oh, damn it! Just, <laughs> you don't have a W key. Just hold down the, the sprint button and uh, shotgun. No, no, not, not the sprint button. The walk forward very slowly button. Because if you sprint, you stop firing and then you're murdered. Oh, you're the sweet business, dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like if I was playing, you know, if I were if I were playing something competitive, trials, whatever, or you know, talking, you know, and obviously if I'm talking to other people, I'm listening to those other people, not anything else. But yeah, if I'm just playing the game solo, hanging out, nine times out of ten, I've got a podcast going of some sort. Sometimes Destiny, sometimes not. Just depends on. I'm not gonna say there's such a thing as too much Destiny at one time because Night Demon will yell at me, but sometimes. <laughs> Destiny, you get very confused. Like when you listen to yourself, remind yourself that Iron Banner is up this week, and you go, "Oh, thanks, me. Good work. Appreciate it." Yeah. So I think that's it. I guess so. I think it is. So I think it's it's about that time to say, uh, you know, thank you, Respawn. Thank you, Night Demon. Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us. Yeah. Thank, thank you for all the good listeners and all the good YouTube subscribers that we keep getting. Yeah, thank you, thank you, lovely South Korea and Mexico who made made the top slots in our little uh, podcast listener country list this week. If you'd like to tell us things about the show, how we're wrong, how we're right, how we're blathering idiots who can't read the English language, despite our country of origin, you can email the show at Two Titans and a Hunter. That's T W O T I T A N S and A H U N T E R at hotmail.com, all spelled out. You can find the show on Twitter at Two Titans underscore Hunter. You can find us on Instagram at Two Titans and a Hunter, where Night Demon do, does lovely artwork for every show. You can find us on Facebook at Two Titans and a Hunter. Join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. That's Frozen with a zero. You can find all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live, Respawn on PC, and if begged, maybe PS4. You can also join YouTube, Michelle on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And with that, Titans have throwing hammers, Hunters have throwing knives, Warlocks. Need throwing books. <laughs> Gentlemen, 
tell the good people goodbye until next week. <laughs> goodbye. Also, Bye. nice touch. <laughs> Dope from Reddit. <laughs>